Well, hello. I'm so glad to have you with me. This is Kevin Moat, and I am starting a brand new podcast. And uh, this is the first installment. We'll see if the Lord uh, leads me to continue this practice, or if anyone gets blessed by this, I would love to hear from you. So let me begin by simply explaining that the reason I started this podcast is to share the thoughts and ideas that I believe the Lord has stirred into my heart. I'm no author, I'm no preacher, but from time to time the Lord places on my heart uh, uh, truths that I believe the church and men of God need to be challenged with and I just want to be a voice of passion for the Lord. And so today I'm gonna here's where I here's what I believe. I believe that God wants to have an impact on this city. I live in the Tri Cities and I believe that there there are men in this city who desperately need to be unshackled. And uh, men of God who are sitting in the pews and in their churches week after week, hearing the sermons, going home unchanged, unshaped, un, um, ungripped uh, by God. And uh, they are instead gripped in the um, bondage of um, temptations and addictions and um, behaviors and mindsets that are so destructive. I believe that there are families in this city that are suffering because they do not have a man of God taking the charge of the king and leading away into the adventure and battlefield that we were designed to be uh, involved in. We are intended to be not the per- the spectators in the arena, but the uh, warriors on the battle floor. And I have a personal passion to be available to God to speak to these men. And I don't know if the Lord will give me that opportunity. I don't know if that's something that um, He's going to sign me with. I don't know if I'll ever have a platform to speak to any of these men. And uh, I just, I pray daily about this and I come on my knees before the Father, before the King, and I let him know, I tell him that I eagerly desire to be available for that calling, if he so chooses. And to this point, he hasn't chosen to release me into that uh, into that fray. I... Uh, have some small areas where I uh, get to have impact in uh, a Bible study um, at my office at work and a small um, accountability group that I lead on Friday mornings with another group of men. And I cherish these times and I cherish these men. And these are men who want to seek after God, but I just have such a passionate, um, overwhelming desire to bring the message of the living word to an audience that's that's broader, wider, that I want so much for the men of the city to be to encounter 
the Lord Almighty seated on his throne high and lifted up. I want them to see him. And if I can be a voice for that, that's that's my desire. That is where my passion lies. And it is, I'll tell you, a flaming passion. And uh, so as I sit here, and I'm sitting here on a couch in my living room in front of a fireplace, I hear the crackle in the background. I just, the, the fire in that in that pl- fireplace, you know, it's a fake fire. <laughs> I have to say that. It's, it's not fake. It's real fire, but it is, is a gas fire with fake logs. And, um, you know, that to me is kind of a picture of... Um, you know, I, I don't mean to be critical, but a picture of the churches today. I think there is a fire, and it's a real fire, and yet it is controlled and um, orchestrated and um, arranged, choreographed. And we come and we sit in front of this fire in our churches Sunday after Sunday, and the flame maybe warms us a little, but then we walk away and the heat leaves us. It doesn't burn our hearts. That is what I'm longing for. And um, so even though, uh, as far as I know, um, this particular message was probably not um, uh, recorded in a way that could ever be shared, um, I want to just come before the Lord. And so I'm going to, right now, I'm just going to stop talking. um, And I just want to come before the Lord and, and in praying. And I'm going to pray for myself, but I'm going to pray for anyone, whoever might listen to this uh, recording. Lord God, you see my passion. You see my hunger. You see my desire. And I don't take any credit for it. I don't think it makes me a greater Christian because I have it. Lord, it is a gift from you. And it is a gift that you have placed in my heart, a fire, a burning flame that you've placed in my heart. And it has been here for decades, and I have sat on it, and I have stifled it, and I have done all sorts of things to try to smother that fire, but it is still there, and um, uh, Lord God, I, I am embarrassed and ashamed of the, of the years, even decades that I have lived my life without allowing this fire to be used by you in the ministry of um, of of your of your church and of the evangelistic outreach of this city be that as it may lord i know that you've given me this desire you've given me this heart and i am eager and passionate um, and i want to speak to the men of the city and i want to tell them that there is more to their life than they have yet experienced there is more to christianity than they have tasted there is more to the real um, adventure that you have set before them that they have not opened their ears or eyes to. And I want so much to speak to them. And I want so much to share this flame and light other candles, other torches, so that this city may be lit on fire. So, Father... Only your Holy Spirit can do that. And I sit here in this quiet little place, not knowing if anybody will ever hear this or if anybody will ever hear my voice, my passion. And you know what? If they don't hear my voice, my passion, that's fine. 
Because I have nothing to offer, literally nothing to offer except you. And you don't need me to speak to them. You don't need me. You can just as easily raise up a stone out of my backyard to, re- to preach the gospel to this city. But Father, you've put the passion in my heart. And so I just want to tell you that if there is anything in my life that is keeping me from speaking these words to others, keeping me from being the spokesman and messenger that I long to be, if there's something in my life that's holding me back, jeopardizing or, or, or um, just uh, compromising uh, my ability to be that voice, then I just pray that you would expose, my, expose that to me, open my eyes to that, that I might see you high and lifted up and that I might declare your voice. And Father, I just want to pray for the men of this city right now and anybody who's listening to this. Father, I don't know if this will ever, it doesn't matter, but I pray for the man who is listening to this right now and I pray that your heart, your spirit, your passion would burn into his. That these words would ring in his ears. Not my words, but your words. You have come to change us and to eradicate the bondage of sin and to emancipate us from the shackles of our past so that we can be enlisted in your glorious army. And it is not an army that brings death and violence and um, pain, but it is an army that brings rescue to the hostages and to the Um, internment camp uh, prisoners. It is a rescue effort that this army is intended to, uh, to serve. And I desire to be a soldier in that army. I don't need to be a leader. I don't need to be a clarion call. I do desire to be the, the bugle that sounds the alert that the battle has begun. I desire that with all my heart. And so Lord God, I pray for the, for the man who's listening to me right now. And I ask that you would turn his heart into a flaming, passionate soldier's heart that would drive him deeply into the battle of the kingdom of God. I pray this because Jesus is my discipler and I want to learn from him. And I pray it, bearing the authority of His name. To Him be the glory. Para alabanza de su gloria. Para alabanza de su gloriosa gracia. Amen.